Welcome to the Nanalyze podcast. We are a boutique media and research firm specializing in disruptive innovation. Visit nanalyze.com for more details. Finance advice for kids is the topic of today's presentation. And you may wonder why we're presenting this video when this isn't our target demographic, but The reason we're going to cover this is because so many of our paying subscribers, dads out there, have asked for us to provide some insights to their kids. So the target audience here would be high school kids, and we've had a number of teachers ask if we couldn't put something together. So we've done that. Now let's start with who I am. So I spent first half of my career in software startups. The second half I spent in finance. I have three degrees a bachelor's in computer information systems, a master's in business, and a master's in finance. That's the bad news. Uh, The good news is I've made more mistakes than you can shake a stick at. I also happen to be the founder of Nanalyze, and we're a research firm that teaches retail investors how to become better at accumulating wealth. Now, we're going to talk about today three things that matter, all right? Money you earn, money you save, and the return on your money saved. So return is very simple. It's how much your money grows over time. It's the difference between what you put in and what you take out. So if you buy a stock for $10 a share in 2023 and the stock does well and you sell it for $15 a share in 2025, that's a 50% return, right? It's $5 gained for the $10 invested. Well, When you look at material goods, which are hardly investments, if you buy an iPhone for $800 in 2023, that's probably only going to be worth $400 when you sell it back to the store in 2025. That's a negative 50% return. So you lost money over time, but you gained the utility of having an iPhone. Now, time in the market is very important. We have a saying that says, it's not about timing the market, it's about time in the market. And a brokerage firm, that's a, um, a company that provides people with the ability to trade stocks. Here's what they found when they had a look through all their accounts. They found that the people who performed best, so who returned the most money, were those who were either dead or forgot they had an account. That means that jumping in and out of the market and reacting to your emotions is not a good idea. Now, when we look at positive and negative returns, you have to remember that both of those are part of the investing game. Things go up and things go down. It's a part of life. So not every investment you make will be a winner. We have a joke here at Nanalyze. We say, if you want to reduce the volatility, when we talk about volatility, that's where prices jump up and down, right? If you want to reduce that, stop looking at your portfolio. So if you look at it every day, a lot of new investors will do that. That's fine if you want to. It's fun. But as we say, it doesn't help you sleep well at night. And when you have money, you start to become worried about losing it as much as you worry about gaining that money. But you have to be careful there. Uh, On the streets, you always are careful of people who have nothing to lose. And that's probably yourselves right now. Most of you probably don't have a lot of money to invest, so you're willing to take big gambles with it. Well, it's important that you that you don't and you learn those lessons early on because time is on your side. And if you invest young and hold your investments for a long time, it's going to pay off. And we can simply look backwards at history to prove that. 
in the entire history of investing, there's only been one time where the 10-year return of the stock market. So when we refer to the stock market, we refer to, let's say, all stocks being traded. All right. So and you can invest in all stocks. You don't have to buy each one. You can use instruments like funds. You may have heard that term or ETFs. That refers to an exchange traded fund. It's like a stock, but it contains a basket of stocks. In our entire history, there's only been one time where the 10-year return of the stock market, so all stocks, has not been positive. That's known as the lost decade. Now, if you just waited another 10 years, you'd be fine. So the fact that you have so much time means you can also take extra risk, but you need to be careful about that. You should uh, start to think about risk management, which is saying take some of your money and do some fun stuff with it, right? Invest in the, the stocks that you find interesting and the other part of your money. Put that in safe investments and then see over time how well you do. Now, let's talk a little bit about um, the time value of money. So if someone offered you $100 today or $100 in a year, which would you choose? Well, obviously, you'd take the money today because we're all inherently greedy people, right? We want money in our hands and uh, we want to spend it now. But there's actually some uh, scientific reasons behind wanting the money now and that being the right choice. It's called the time value of money. This is very simple. Money today is worth more than money in the future. And that's because inflation, you may have heard this term inflation. That's simply, you know, you hear your parents talk about maybe how when uh, they were uh, old or younger, the, the price of a gallon of gas was a dollar or something like that, right? And you'll say, well, how could have things have been that cheap? Well, that's because over time, the prices of things increase. So in a year, things might be more expensive. And they measure this. The government prov provides a basket of goods that they look at to determine what inflation looks like. But Here's something more interesting. If you had that $100 now and you put it in a bank account, right now they're returning, let's say, 5% on your money. Interest rates are high. You may have heard your parents talking about this or seen that on the news. Interest rates are high, meaning if I put $100 in and wait a year, I have 105 okay? So I've actually made some money there. So the, if you take the money now, you can start earning interest on it and make more money with that. And of course, there's the opportunity cost of things you might miss out on by not having that money now. Now let's have a quiz here. So we have three people investing $200 each month. We have Jack, who starts at age 25 and invests for 40 years. Jill starts later. She waits until she's 35 and invests for 30 years. Joey starts at age 45 and invests for 20 years. Now, obviously, the person who started earlier is going to end up with more money than the person who started later, but how much more? So we looked at and say, well, Jack starts at age 25, so he's invested for 20 more years. And you'd say, well, maybe two times more, three times more. Well, it's actually five times more. And this chart on the right that you see here from U.S. News shows the time value of money. So you see Jack, he's the blue line. He started at age 25, and look how that grows over time. Just putting $200 a month at the age of 25 until he retires means that he'll have that's, you know, less than a car payment. Then he's going to have uh, over 500000 by the time he retires. Now, if instead of $200, he puts in $500 a month, and he'll approach $2 million when he retires. He'll be a millionaire. It's pretty easy to become a millionaire, right? But not many people have the discipline to do it. What Jack or Jill or Joey, what these people ought to be doing is putting a percentage of their income into an investment pool 
and then increasing that percentage as their income increases over time, living below your means. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Now, let's look at another scenario. Let's say Jack invests $200 a month for 10 years between the ages of 25 and 35, then stops and doesn't do anything else. Then let's say Jill invests the same amount of money for 30 years between the ages of 35 and 65. So when Jack stops investing, she starts and invests for three times longer than Jack. At age 65, who do you think has more money? Well, you can probably guess that the answer is not going to be intuitive. It's going to be the gentleman who invested earlier. And you can see that in Jack's last contribution there at age 35, that's when Jill started. And we're assuming the same return here for both individuals. Look at how she's not able to catch up. So your most valuable years for investing are when you're young. So you need to start as soon as possible. Jack actually ends up with more money because of the time value of money. Now, I'm going to warn you about something that goes against investing. This is the opposite of investing, and that's when you start paying somebody else interest. While your investments have the potential to grow exponentially, debt has the opposite effect. The more your debt compounds, the more money you lose. So you might make a 6 to 10 return on your stock at 6 to 10% return, but the credit card company, they're making a 24% return on you not paying off your debts. And 35% of Americans currently carry credit card debt. You don't want to be one of them. Do not get into credit card debt. If you want to build your credit, get a credit card and pay it off every month. I've done that for decades now. Here's another quiz. Jack still works. His car still works, but it's getting old. So he wants a newer car that costs $15,000. Money's a bit tight, so he can't afford it. So instead of saving up the cash to buy a new car, the dealer tells him you can finance the car at a 13.5% interest rate. That's probably what interest rates are for cars right now, over five years. So Jack can pay less than $350 a month. That sounds way better than saving up $15,000. How much will Jack end up paying in total for his $15,000 car? Well, the answer is $21,000. So he's paying $6,000 to somebody else just for the privilege of being loaned that money. What you need to do is save money and bar, buy a car outright. And I can uh, tell you with 100% certainty that if you spend your life driving Toyotas, and this is for people who are in the United States of America where everybody seems to have a car, but in other countries it's not so common because you have public transport that works quite well. But um, if you're going to buy a car, buy a Toyota, and you can travel all over this world and see Toyotas being used in the most harshest environments imaginable, and they last forever, and they hold their value better than other cars, that's a quality vehicle. So uh, that's what you ought to look at. How to be Jack? Well, in all situations, you want to maximize the money you save. Be frugal, avoid waste, extravagance. You know, everyone talks about coffee, but there's something to that, you know, uh, this is flavored water with 90% margins. You know, don't make somebody else work as hard to take your money as you did to earn it. That's very important. So no one thinks like that when they go out to get a coffee because that instant gratification is quite tempting. But pay attention to the little stuff because it adds up. So some action items. Have a parent open a savings account for you at a bank. Every time you get money, you put a portion of that into your savings account and pretend it doesn't exist. You can also consider a number of investment accounts, a 529 plan, which will help you save for college. We'll touch on that in a second. And a Roth IRA, that's an account that grows tax-free as long as you hold it to retirement. 
Uh, you can open one as soon as you have earned income, a job. If you're a minor, you can get your parents to open one for you. Why save? I'll tell you why. Because you, you won't have to work so much and you can retire early, quite early. You'd be surprised if you're a diligent saver and you live below your means and you, and you work very hard to generate a lot of income, um, you can alleviate a lot of stress in your life because money is one of the top five causes of stress. As the mo in the movie Boiler, in which is quite good, he says, people who say money is the root of all evil don't have any, and there's some truth to that. Accomplish goals with money. So you want a house, you want to travel. What money gives you, I've found the most valuable thing that money has ever given me is freedom to do what I want to do. And now I'm doing that by running Nanalyze and teaching people to become better investors. I enjoy that immensely. I can work from anywhere in the world, and I do. I travel all over the world. I've been to most countries in the world, and that's because I made money. And here's my advice to you. It's very important. There are no shortcuts, all right? Work ethic, that's referred to as hustle, is the most valuable asset I own. And it's very important that you establish that work ethic early on. So my dad taught me that. Uh, if you're not, uh, if there's somebody in your life who isn't teaching you the importance of work, then um, you need to realize that very quickly that working hard will take you a long way in any job that you do. I've worked in sawmills, I've cleaned hotel rooms, I've washed dishes, I've bussed tables, I've worked as a waiter, I've done a lot of different things in my life. I've hustled to make money ever since I was very young, and that's what you ought to do. Ought to do. Get in the habit of doing that. And when you realize how tough it is to make money, because there are no shortcuts, then you're going to want to uh, invest in your own potential, and that's where you choose a profession that makes money. If you're going to go to college and you're going to spend all that money, I have an acronym that you can go look up. Look up what the acronym STEM stands for and study something in that area because then you will be of value and be able to generate wealth, and it's going to be difficult. It's a whole lot more difficult than taking some uh, easy way out when it comes to your de degree choice. Never take the easy way out in life because um, you will not be able to build wealth as fast. So to conclude, the best time to start investing is yesterday. Start as soon as possible. Ask your parent or guardian to open an investment account for you, such as a Roth IRA or a brokerage account, and start getting in the habit of saving money. Add a little money to that account every time you get paid. Don't uh, fall prey to temptations uh, where you start having some money saved up, you decide you're going to use it to purchase something. Sure, maybe you, you're going to take that money and buy a car. All right, fair enough. If you pay cash for that car, then that's probably a good, that's a whole lot better than going into debt for a car. But that account becomes a bucket where you can purchase stocks. And as I said, you know, ETFs, this is an exchange traded fund. They don't charge a lot of money. You can purchase one that, or buy one, they call it dollar cost averaging, right? Or you buy a little bit every time your paycheck comes in. You can buy one that tracks the S&P 500. You may have heard that term. That's a collection of the 500 largest stocks in America or the global stock market index. You can buy a little piece of every, let's say 99% of the publicly traded stocks in the world using this ETF. The ticker is ACWI. So you can go on Yahoo Finance, plug that in and, and that's what, and don't pay attention to the price. The price is irrelevant, right? That's uh, the intrinsic value. That's a whole nother conversation, but you're gonna thank yourself later if you start investing as early as possible. Now, for those of you that want to learn a little bit more about 
how to generate wealth. I put up another video here for you. Um, but before you do that, please click the Analyze logo here. Subscribe to our channel. Uh, we teach people how to become better investors. Share this video with your friends and parents, and you'll be well on your way to generating wealth. Thanks for taking the time to watch this today. Thank you for listening to the Nanalyze podcast. If you found this information useful, please share this episode with a friend. This helps us to continue to provide thorough research for you. Want more research like this? Want to know what we're invested in and what stocks we're avoiding? Head to nanalyze.com and consider becoming a premium annual subscriber to get access to premium articles, webinars, and our extensive tech stock catalog. Thank you for your time.